Hello and welcome to episode 336 of Aussie Tales All. Welcome back, Ryan, on the podcast today. Sir. Hello, hello. It's been a while since we talked, so this uh, podcast will be a little different than usual. But um, So we will just go over each game we, we have missed and give your brief thoughts on each game here. So let's start with the last loss the Zags have had back um, a one-point loss to Baylor in South Dakota. Your thoughts on that game there against Baylor? No. Um, <laughs> um, it was a good game. I mean, it was back and forth yeah. pretty much the whole time, you know. And uh, like the you know, at the end, we just didn't make the plays at the end, you know, to get it done. And, and I remember of it. And there were some very suspect calls in that game as well. Um, against Gonzaga to help help them win the game as well too, unfortunately for Baylor. But I I digress on that as well. Um, next we have is a Count. what's that? It's insane. Like okay. it was just <laughs> yeah. oh yeah oh yeah for sure yeah. And then December fifth, a solid seventy three to sixty six victory over Kent State to. Was very feisty, if I recall. Your thoughts on on that game there? They hung with us for a long portion of that game. Yeah. But which was expected, you know, eventually. But man, yeah. they were they were a lot tougher than I thought they were going to be. I thought they'd be a tough team, but not like that. You know, Mark us a run for him. Oh, of course he does. <laughs> he knows. He knows his basketball. So. Oh yeah, for sure. No, it was a fun game though. I enjoyed it actually. So, oh yeah, I did too. Fun game. Fun <clears throat> game. December ninth, four days later, these Gonzaga Bulldogs destroyed the Huskies of Washington, seventy-seven to sixty. Your thoughts on that uh, demolishing there of the puppies? Yes. First <laughs> half wasn't was a little a little scrappy. Yeah. But yeah, we got it done in the second half, man. We woke up and we knew it was the best. Huskies didn't play to what they didn't play well the second half and crying home back into their doghouse. <laughs> so. And there, yeah, there you go in their kennel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um but December twelfth an 88-67 spanking of Northern Illinois, who was just an awful team. But your thoughts on, on that game for the Zags there? Great, of course. Their record spoke for itself and their stats <laughs> spoke for itself. But in that first half, they kind of gave us a tiny bit of a run, just a little yeah, bit. You know, guess. But I knew they weren't going to last long. I mean, it's just, no. they don't have the depth. And they don't have the skilled players like we do. So, yeah. Gonzaga at that point was starting to figure out the stride a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that was another game where it was just like first half or, you know, first few minutes of the first half or half of the first half, I would say. You're kind of like, crap, what the hell's going on? And then yeah, after that, you're like, all right, here we go. Here's Zags basketball. It's finest. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, indeed. Now a big, big win in Birmingham, Alabama with the win, 190 over the Alabama Crimson Tide. Your thoughts on that? Statement win there for the Zags. Right there. That was fucking class in yeah. the offense. 
And defensively, yeah. they did very well in that game against Alabama and stopped their shooters. And the only guy they really couldn't stop was that was it Brandon Jones? Was that? Oh, his? yeah, the but, freshman. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, game? Jesus yeah. Christ, he was him. on fire. Yeah, but nobody yeah. else stepped up to the plate to try to win it for him. So yeah, we took over, and that was a fun game, man. That was great oh. to watch. Such a fun game, and both uh, sides. Yeah, it was glad great. we got a revenge from oh. last year's battle in Seattle. So. Yep, and the Mets fans were very salty. They were very whiny during the game. It was like they were booing and crying over every little call. I was like, it wasn't called. It was like, come on, come on. Yeah. The same thing. Exactly. Oh, there was a lot of fouls. You guys called a lot of fouls on us. On us. And I'm like, dude, you guys just didn't play better. That's just what it comes down to. Everybody uses the fouls and excuses. It's like, yeah, fouls happen. Yeah, refs are dumb sometimes. But yeah, at the end of the day, who's shooting the ball? Who's playing defense? Who's coaching? Who's doing this? Who's playing? You know, who's being more aggressive? Getting exactly. Calls. Yeah, the refs aren't playing for you. They're just calling the calls as they see it. Exactly. Yeah. Or not see it. But, or not see it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> calls, you know? Exactly. But uh, yeah, it was pretty funny to watch, see them cry. I was like, dude, come on, guys. You guys have a good team. Just. Be happy yeah. you have a good team, and be happy you, you have just a good, lost to a better team. <laughs> be, happy, be, happy, be happy you have a, a basketball team to begin with. So yeah, there, there you go. Now, Country still even today. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now uh, December twentieth, we're getting closer to January. Um, surprisingly close game, but an eighty-five to seventy-five victory over Montana. Uh, your thoughts on how that went down there? That was that wasn't our best game. No, that was. Hard to watch against Montana, who mm. middle of the pack in the Big Sky, if that right this year. Um, so they, they they came to play, man. They were they sure there. did. Yeah, give credit. I was yeah. I was impressed with that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm glad we pulled it out in the end. You know, we finally figured it out and just had a little more juice than they did. Finish it off and yep, yep. Just like, yeah. hold, you're like shit. Are we gonna lose Montana? <laughs> what the fuck? I know we, we, we were going to lose to them at all. We weren't going to lose, but just being that close is like, oh, come on. There's anyway. I live for those. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll get that in a few moments here. But next we have a game I was at, actually, on December 28th against Eastern Oregon. A shellacking. Shellacking. 120 to 42. <laughs> My God. They scored. They had 28 points at halftime, so they scored – uh, 14 points in the second half. So, uh, just your th- your thoughts on uh, on this on this on this abashed game there. That was. I mean, I didn't expect. I expected to blow them out, but not like that. Oh, that was just a whole other world, man. That was like otherworldly of just absolute ass kicking. Um, backups to backups were like really good <laughs> against their starters. Kobe Jones, the Kobe, whatever his name is, that third stringer on our team, yep. sits on the bench. Hold. Dude, yep. 20 points almost. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the hell, dude? Like, that dude barely plays even a minute in a real game, an actual I know. competitive game. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, well, I mean, and that guy, not, no, I mean, honestly, as a third stringer, pretty yeah. freaking solid for a third stringer. No doubt he's about just, it. He's coming in a couple other games and hit some good shots. So, oh, yeah, he's I'm good. pretty impressed, actually. He's good. I think he'll be all right. I think I mean, he's a freshman, isn't he? No, he's been there a couple of years. So I think he's a sophomore, junior. What's the other guy? Is it Abe Eagle? Is that the other oh, guy? The white guy, yeah. Eagle. Yeah, and Mark and then Joe Few, of course. He's only he's on there because of his dad. And then... he, never, he never plays Joe Few, surprisingly. 
even though he's his dad's son. But he's like, yeah, you have a free game, a free ticket. So here you go. <laughs> have a- Mark's really gonna play his kid. He's a walk on. I mean, Mark knows what he needs to do to win, and he's not yeah. gonna throw his kid in there because he's his kid. He's gonna make him earn it. Well, I mean, That's, I mean, yeah. when the game was that far out of hand, I thought he might get get some minutes there, but um, I was Probably wrong. not getting minutes as Dom Harris. He's not getting a whole lot. I know, I know. Which sucks, dude, because when he's healthy, he's fucking good, mm-hmm. dude. I mean, well, he's really good. Key. If he's got elite defense. When he's, he's healthy elite. is the key word there, yeah. He's just um, bouncing back. He'll get there, I think, eventually. Maybe not this year, but. Agreed. Hopefully, he'll be there in March. Hopefully, it'll be, it'll be fun to have him in, the, in March there, but. Finally, we uh, get to the WCC action. Here we go. The opener was two weeks ago against Pepperdine and a dominant 111-88 crashing of the waves with Drew Timmy game high 35 points and Strother, Julian Strother, a nice game with 22 points. Your thoughts on those two and the game against Pepperdine. Moramar, he's a nice guy, but goddamn, he needs to quit coaching. <laughs> he's done, man. Like yeah. it's over. Like, yeah. dude, you need to stop. You're you're coaching at Pepperdine now. When you had a UW team, you took the tournament almost every damn year. Almost, yeah, like, almost. Much. And then now you're Pepperdine, where you're just getting your ass kicked. I mean, <laughs> bro, yeah, that was an easy win. I, I didn't expect much from Pepperdine. I mean, <laughs> I didn't either. Yeah, I've seen their stats on their games, and I was like, all right, oh. we, I think we got this game. <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be easy. It's gonna be one of the bottom dwellers this year. Speaking of not being easy, the next two games we have, uh, Gonzaga guts out a comeback win on the road at War Memorial Gym in San Francisco. By a score of 77 to 75, Bolton came up huge. Stud, thoughts? That was the second best game of the year. That was yeah. fun, man. That was fantastic basketball. Yeah. San Francisco is damn good. Man, they were fucking good. Yep. They gave us a run. I'm just – yeah, I, I thought we we were playing not so great at the stretch down the last part of the second half. And Bolton's like, you know what? I'm Fuck carrying this. this. Let's go. <laughs> Get on my shoulders, boys. We're going to win this motherfucker. And he just he was started lighting shit up, dude. Unconscious. And then that missed shot, and he comes up and grabs that rebound, gets oh. the end one. Ugh. Yeah, I've seen that many times. Oh, like man. I've seen like at least 10 times or so on DVR. And the shot goes up, and he instantly he instantly goes to the basket. He knows it might go off, so he, he already goes behind the defender into the basket, untouched. So, just an amazing, amazing play, amazing play. And so, what's up? He's gonna go off because of the timing of when he got there. Yep, it was like perfect timing. Oh, it was perfect, perfect. Yeah. And finally, <laughs> the game from this year. Oh, Gonzaga makes yeah. another uh, <laughs> comeback win on the road at Santa Clara, winning 81-76. to It's the Nolan Hickman game, baby. Your thoughts on the game and Nolan Hickman's um, awesome game? Has arrived. Yes, sir. Dude, he was he played fucking great in that game. That was a fantastic yeah. player. He did so awesome. Yeah. Um, he made the shots. He made clutch threes there at the end, and did played in fantastic defense, and Timmy, of course, did what he needed to do. And yeah, I mean, it was an all-around good team effort in that game, I and mean, we were looking pretty bad there. <laughs> and then so again, same like the San Francisco game, the second half, just towards the end, just got it together and yeah, finished them off. This time we actually finished them off rather than making it a two-point game. But we were down by fourteen yeah. points in the first. I know. Half. I was like, oh my god, not again. 
damn it. I was like, here we go. We're just going to come back and do this again. And we did. Too often, but uh, it's it's good for uh, your mental for market guests, too, you know, for close games. To play us like this, we need BYU to play us like this. We need yeah. those good teams to play us like this. Oh, yeah. So that way we're ready and we know what to expect. Oh, yeah, 100%. Now, speaking of BYU, just what are your thoughts going to this week? We have BYU in Provo on Thursday and then Portland Portland at home on Saturday. Thoughts on BYU Portland coming up this week? Well, I got Gonzaga by 10 over BYU or maybe or more. 12, 10 or 12 or more. Or more. Yeah. yeah. BYU is a very up and down team. Every night's a different BYU team. So I don't know who yeah. we get. get the shitty one or the good one. I don't know. I call them uh, BYPU usually is what I call them. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think, yeah, I think they'll bring it. Of course, they're playing oh, at home. Yeah. It's a emotion of the rivalry. Last know, game, but... last game against Gonzaga at at home. So and they got one in the kennel, and that's it. They're heading to the Big Twelve to get their butt kicked every game. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. <laughs> unless we show up, and they'll kick their butts again in the Big Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I haven't heard nothing about that. So I, I don't know what's either. going on there. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah. Not a not not always a bad thing, but not always a right. good thing either. If you're not hearing much. Yeah. So. All right, and pilots, your thoughts on Port- Portland on Saturday in Spokane? So I think we win that by 20, 20 or twenty. I think I think I think like I think forty might be a, be a better barometer there, but yeah, yeah. They had a good run to start of that season. That Phil oh. Knight run that was a good run. That and was then, a good beat. That was fantastic. <laughs> that was fun to watch. I enjoyed that. Yeah. And then, they but now they're UNC. Yeah, they had some good wins down there. Yeah, yeah. I one think one two. good win, yeah, but they play tough though against you know UNC. You know who's not really that great this year, but still, still a good a good game against them at least the ACC team. You know, now yeah. <laughs> Nolan Nolan Hickman has been playing quite well this season and over the past month and a half at 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 least at least now. But against Pepperdine, he rode the pine, played fourteen minutes. No points and four turnovers. Do you think he will bounce? Sorry, sorry, that's the one I wrote. Oh, sorry. Scratch that one because that's what I wrote before we scratched the podcast from last week. So just discard that one, actually. Sorry about that. Um, now, Ben Gregg has really matured into one heck of a player. Talk about his emergence this season from last year. He's a, you know, he's a freshman technically. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not gonna give him. I'm not gonna give him shit about last year. That's yeah. Freebie. Yeah. This year, yeah. At the beginning of the year, of course, not not so great. But man, yeah, dude, the last like six, seven games, he's fucking poured it on, dude. Oh yeah. He's he's looking like the guy that the the four star recruit that he's supposed to be. Oh yeah. I get you. I, I next year and the year next year, he's gonna be a, he's gonna be a fantastic player for us. Oh, he's, he plays hell. Yeah. Super good defense. He's starting to make his threes, yeah. which is what he's been known to do. And uh, yeah, man, I'm excited for the future with him. Oh yeah. Um, now we, we're gonna, we're gonna go a little away from basketball. We'll talk about a little crack and hockey um, in a minute here. So um, let's see. All right. So Kraken have made great strides from last season. Of the season started today, the Kraken will be in the playoffs. Um, what are your thoughts on the Kraken season turnaround this season so far? We've had some rough games, and it seems like all the I'm not, I'm not trying to point fingers at one person, but when the when group is in, <laughs> suck. Yeah, we he yeah he doesn't help anything. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm not a fan of yeah. him. I'm just not. Yeah, um, I'm just cringe every time he plays. 
but everybody else is solid. Jones and you know Jones is solid. Um, yeah, I like that new guy we got Tolvin in, dude. Ellie Tolvin, yeah, from from Nashville. Oh. Nashville, yeah. He's, He's fucking awesome. fantastic, dude. He played so he played great last night. And, uh, yeah. Yep. I get him. And Matty B, of course, our our LeBron James, <laughs> our Michael Jordan. Yes, uh, sir. That team. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, no, I mean, dude, we've made some. Twelve twenty-three now with that one. Twenty. Uh, let me see. I got twenty-three and twelve and four. Yep. Points in the division. I think fifty points. LA and uh, and Vegas. Las Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, dude. We're way we're playing right now. We're going yep. to playoffs. I know it. We're I going. saw. I no saw a stat on Twitter. Twitter last night from Mike Mike Benton. Uh, that's my softy impersonation of what he says. How his name, but. Um, he, he said that last year at this time, 23 wins was back in April 9th. <laughs> it's January uh, 10th or 9th, I guess yesterday, 9th was very 9th. So that's quite a bit of an improvement, I would say, you know, from April to January from last year. Yeah, uh, definitely. A huge, well, I, I guess getting free agents and having cap space on, dra- on the draft is probably a better thing to improve your team on, you know, chemistry and so forth, you know, year two with most same guys, you know. True expansion evolving because Vegas, they had the easy, they had it oh. easy, honestly. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, look at it. I mean, it's cool they had that run. They're still having a run now. They're like the gun yeah. of hockey. Oh, yeah. But it's like, dude, Kraken had to work hard to get this far in the second year. This is, yeah. it's pretty much unheard of almost. Yeah. In a way. Because the first, because the Vegas, they, the teams and until teams, they did not protect all their guys, and so Vegas says, "Okay, we'll, we'll take them." <laughs> and Mark Andre Fleury is your starting goalie when you're an expansion team. Ridiculous! Ridiculous! Come on! I'm Stanley Cup champion at that point. I mean, Jesus! Dude. Almost they're almost r- r- runner up, but yeah, it's and awesome as a franchise, you know, first year. Then like <laughs> Seattle. We will protect our guys because we learned our lessons. So, yeah. Lessons were learned. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. And now, what are your realist? Realistic is the main word here. Realistic thoughts on going Philip Philip Grubauer's future with the Kraken going forward. Well, um, he may come back next year, but. I, they may give him one more chance, third time, you know, third time you're out. Yeah, but if they don't, I think he's gone at the end of the season. He just, he just, I don't get it though, because in Colorado he was fucking awesome. Oh, I, I don't get this shit at all. Yeah, but, I don't know. Maybe oh, yeah, dude, this guy's awesome. Well, he, he has some great, he has great, great saves though. He's just not that. He's not. He's just not that consistent as Marvin Jones. Martin Jones has been, you know, this season. Um, he Jones has been amazing. Um, I saw yesterday that uh, um, Jonesy uh, this year is uh, averaging two point eight goals against, Grubauer three point five goals <laughs> against. So quite quite a quandary. <laughs> and I just looked this up for um, Grubauer's contract. He signed through twenty twenty seven. And his cap hit um, is five point nine next year, five nine year after that, five nine five nine. So it might. 
I don't know, man. We'll we'll see how it goes, I guess. But uh, yeah, we'll see how. I don't know. I mean, it's the only thing you think of. Other than that, yeah, that's a lot of money. I'd probably just keep them. Yeah, fuck it. Well, because next year you'll you'll get Chris Jiggers back next year off from off his injury. I mean, you might just want to maybe shop Bauer and keep Jones and Jigger next year. That could be an option as well, too. That's also an option, too, I think, as well. Uh, do something with it because it's just goal. You know, you can't have Jones do it all, man. If we make the playoffs, we can't have Grubauer sucking ass. So it's like, yeah. Well, hopefully, know. hopefully, Grubauer will have one or two games where he will actually play up to his contract, you know, you know, and all that. But one final thing on Kraken. Um, your thoughts? What is your prediction where the Kraken will end up this season? Where do you think they'll end up here this season? Playoff wise and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, then what's, what's their end, what, 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 what's their end of the Kraken? Where do you see them finishing up here? Well, I do think they make the playoffs. Just the way they're playing right now, I don't see why they wouldn't. Yeah. Um, I think I think their ceiling this year, at least, probably yeah. is a get around. I mean, yeah. Like, I think their ceiling this year. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with there. I think they'll win one. I think I think that they they can win one round in the first round. And possibly, if Martin Jones is still a hot goalie, he can take you all the way to the final, you know, because a goalie, a hot goalie is all you need in the, in the playoffs. So, and our offense is really good. So, I think we have a good shot to go all the way, but you never know, though. We'll see how it goes. They played a night against <laughs> Buffalo Sabres. Well, oh. all, you need is a, all, all you need is a hot, hot hockey goalie for the whole playoffs, and you have a chance to go all the way. It's not not even a joke. Both offense, fire. We have firepower on offense, man. We got oh. that. The goaltending that really hurts us most of the time. When so. when when Grubauer's in, you mean? When, when Grubauer's in, it's Martin. five to nothing, six to nothing, oh. six to three. <laughs> you know, it's like Jesus. And Martin Jones was he won three zero last or four zero last night. So yeah, all right. And finally, we have from hockey. What do you think of the announcement that the NHL Winter Classic will be at Timo Park next year with the Kraken versus the Las Vegas Knights? Perfect idea. Yeah. I love it, dude. That's going to make a lot of money. Yeah. And it's good for Seattle. That's big. That's going to be big time for Seattle. That's mm-hmm. easily. So I would have preferred, I don't know if they could even do it. I mean, yeah, Safeco, but maybe in Seahawks Stadium, that would have been more fun. But uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah. Man, never mind. Uh, I like the yeah. idea. Of the, re- the reason why they picked Timo Park is because they had a roof that can close. That's why they picked it because they they, they they don't like to play games when like uh if Frank comes down they don't like to have it really dangerous on the ice there. So they like a a, a roof feel there. All right, now these yeah. are these are from from Joe here, so. Some of these are okay. Some of these are not great, but we'll go one by one here. Um, what do you think about the French prospect Elaine Fibuel? If you have heard of him, I don't know if you have or not. I've never seen anything with him. I, I have, have no either, idea so who he is. I have no idea who that is. Either, so we'll move on. That's fine. I'm gonna look him <laughs> up on YouTube and I'm gonna find out who he is. <laughs> there, there, there you go. Um, was the Gonzaga Pepperdine game similar to the NBA where there's defense is optional? Article, speaking of that, 
from yeah. Grandmama, Larry Johnson. Oh, there you go. Um, he was talking about how he was like, there's certain players that could, there's like, he picked like three players that could probably play in, you know, the 90s NBA. Yeah. Um, then he was talking about how, like, these days it's just like zero defense. Like, just oh. let him yeah. shoot it up like it's like a, like you're playing uh, around the world or something or pig. Yeah. You know. Um, but, yeah, I NBA, I love the NBA. Don't get me wrong. Right. But you have a lot of guys who don't play any defense. Oh no! It's like most league. Most league doesn't play defense. It's just it's just whoever scores the most points, I guess. You know, you know, don't play defense. You Should know, play physical defense or Joel Embiid, yeah. um, Davion Mitchell, and probably well, LeBron doesn't usually. He, he should because he's got a big body. Yeah, he should be playing better defense. I mean, he plays defense, but not a lot. Yeah. Um. And yeah, that's about it that I can think of. Yeah. No, there's probably a lot more, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just stepped. Well, let's not play defense, Trent. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, this Joe made me laugh out loud pretty hard, so you might have to have the same feel here. But Jokic from the from the uh, Nuggets, what rank is current is currently? Oh, sorry, Jokic. What rank is currently for the best player in the NBA besides being the most boring player? Is the most boring player. Um, is he fun <laughs> to watch all the time? Fuck no. No, but he's not the most boring. But he's, uh, he's damn a good, good though, but he's just boring oh, pretty oh, much. He's hella good. He's a very good player. He didn't win MVP for no damn reason. Yeah. Um, but oh, where do I think he ranks shit. in the top oh. players right now? Yeah. Um, I go, I can't, I'm not going to say top five. No. I'd say like six or seven, probably somewhere in there. Eight. And- wow. Well, Caesar just sent me a text, and he said, "Welcome back to the Twins, Carlos Correa. But He's back with the Twins. My goodness! Um, how, what a fucking tornado, man! How did that happen? He goes to the Giants, to the Mets, to the Twins. Oh, oh, he wasn't getting the money he wanted. That's what it was. Yeah, nothing to do with physicals, I don't think, or anything. I had to do with the money. Oh, he yeah. uh here's here's the deal. Six years, two hundred million is the is the deal, and has a vesting option for two seventy pending a physical, of course. Like all these have been pending a physical. So oh my god. What are you doing? Anyways, oh. yeah, that's uh good for him, not good for the twins. Unless the physical, then it's great for them, you know, if he doesn't pass his physical, which it doesn't seem like he has been. Yeah, he's, so. <laughs> he's still two of them so far, so stay tuned on the Carlos Correa drama. The saga continues. The saga continues, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Is he happy? Is he happy about them signing him back, or what is he Well, talking? I'm pretty sure he is. He's welcome back, so he's pretty happy about it, so. Yeah. Yep. There you go. There you go. There there you go. He's back after all this time. His third choice. His third choice. Welcome back. Yay. Last resort, man. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. All right. Now, this is all from also from Joe. So, did you see the young girl fan who had a sign that said that Durant was the greatest player of all time over over Jordan and uh, LeBron? Your thoughts on on that? And and Durant give her a little nod as well to her sign as well. I don't agree with that. I, I know you don't no. agree, but do you, do you, yeah. did you did you see the girl though? The girl with the sign. 
recently? No. No, no okay. I okay. I did not either. I know. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, all right. Now, last I have from Joe, as far as non-food items are concerned. Um, so he says, what do you think of Luca, Luca's magical run here the last week, week and a half or so? Don't, I mean, Luca's can... He's a good player, man. He's an elite player. I don't yeah. know why I'm surprised by a magical run. It ain't no magical run. He just everybody goes through a slump and everybody gets their shit their heads back straight. And yeah. So I mean, yeah, I'm not surprised by it. I uh, don't have a oh, lot yeah. of thoughts on it because I'm not shocked. <laughs> oh yeah. So um good for him though. Exactly. Now this is this is uh from Matt. He has two Zags things for you. First one he asks is, um, where when will the staff give Dom some fucking minutes? That's his first question he asks. That's a that's actually a good question, honestly. Yeah. Um, shit. I mean, play if we're playing competitive games, he's yeah. not getting in there. I mean, just it's not happening. We start blowing out the crappy teams that we play, like San Diego and all them in Pacific. Um, yeah. Yeah, I see him getting some minutes, a few minutes like he has been, but this year isn't going to be the year of Dom playing a whole lot of minutes. It's just yeah. not. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, and I don't want to say this because I don't want it to happen, but I would not be surprised if he transferred. Yep. It could happen. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, absolutely. I hear you. Um, and also, he asks, um, what are your top five clutch zags of all time? Not necessarily the best players, but just the best clutch zags for you clutch number one is adam morrison no doubt about it to me he's up there he's up there yeah I'll give, you, I'll give you my list my list, my list first one think about yours but my list is um wesley matthews uh dimitri goodson um adam morrison um Casey calvary and uh, Dan Dickow, I think, are my top five clutch performers for Zach's history because of, because of March. Basically, it's March, man. March is right. We said awesome. Also, the Morrison uh, bank shot against Oklahoma State in Seattle many, many years ago that was pretty amazing as well. Yeah, I have of him, that was what well, oh. a shot that was. I, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yep, I was with that when it happened, I was going crazy as I can't believe it. Yeah, exactly. The game too. I think they were a top fifteen team or something like that. I don't remember. I, I think so. Long, but... I think so. Yeah, pretty good team. So uh, let's see what my list is going to be here. Okay. Well, you got a couple of my guys already. Casey Calvert is five for me too because that. I mean, he's one of the OGs of clutch. Without match, without is... him, there's there's no there's <sighs> no slipper still fits. You know, to to annoy us all actually, but uh, yeah. Yeah. There is no – it's not just Casey Calvary. There is no Gonzaga dynasty yep. if we don't have Richie Fromm. We don't have Casey oh, yeah. Calvary. We don't Sintangelo. have Matt Sintangelo. We yeah. don't have uh, – oh, Zach Gord. Zach Gord, yes. Yeah. Zach Gord. Yeah. Yeah, that guy was awesome. Oh. Um, yeah. What, Eaton, without Eaton, any of those oh. guys. Yeah. We are not where we are. Exactly. They're, they're the yeah. grandfather, the godfathers of this whole thing. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I got Calvary of five – Okay. I probably got Blake. I don't know. Blake Steps was pretty clutch. Oh yeah. Um, I got him at four. Okay. And then I got I got Morrison one. So I'm already going there. That's just my oh, take. All right. Um, <laughs> and then I got Jay. I mean, he was a one year. But I got Jay Suggs on there, man. At three. Just Suggs, that yeah. That's big clutch good. ass. 
Shadu oh, got yeah. up. That's a good point. Um, yeah. And then number two will be Ah oh, man, that's t- this is tough, man. There's it so is. many good players. Yeah. Um this one. But I'm gonna have to go Dick Al. Again, Dick Al? Okay, there you go. I mean, uh, yeah, my sixth guy would be the sixth guy. I, the sixth, oh, sorry, the sixth guy I would say would be David Stockton because he he was clutched down the stretch in March, you know, for the Zags. So, Charlie Linick was clutch. I mean, there's and there's a lot of players you can name, but <laughs> it's hard. We're a long list of badasses on the, on our team, you know. So I mean, shit, the franchise history, yeah. If we were like, you know, Santa Clara, Steve Nash. Oh, that's easy. Yeah, Steve Nash. <laughs> and that's End of story. That's literally who all they have, I think. Uh, Pepperdine. <laughs> um, Anyways. Nobody. Uh, <laughs> hey, Weber State's got one. Not on the WCC, but Dame, Weber State, Dame, Dame, Dame Willard. Dame yeah, Dame time. It's that's... my guy from way back. Still my guy. Yeah. All right, now we'll move on to food and random questions. All right, so this is from Joe. Um, what was the best thing you ate this Christmas and or the best thing you made during Christmas? During Christmas. All right, yeah. this is fun. I'm going to have to say. It was say... last year, so think back from last year. I know, it was a year ago. <laughs> um I ate a lot of good stuff. I don't have just one definitive thing. Hey, um, man, then I have to things. say... Couple, couple things you want. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Go for it. What's that? Did you pick your food that you had? Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Oh, you are? Okay. Yeah, I'm well, thinking. Oh, you are? Um, oh, okay. Okay. I'm going to have to go with deviled eggs. Because the way we do them are different. Mm. We, do, we do bacon in it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, and then favorite thing we made was probably cheesecake. Ooh, there you go. Well, I don't make anything, as you know. I don't cook or anything like that. But uh, <laughs> I uh, enjoy my aunt's. Uh, she she makes the best um, scalloped potatoes, but with cream cheese. No, sorry, sour cream and loaded and all this cheese in it. Oh, it is really good. Yeah, really creamy. It's like it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, and I also enjoyed huckleberry pie. That was good too. All right. Um, let's see. This is from. Um, this is from. Uh, oh, this is from Joe again. Okay, it's a it's a long one, so bear with me. And it's kind of crazy, as uh, you might expect. So. Um, you may only eat one for the rest of your life. What do you pick? You got three, you got four options to choose from. Plain bagel with cream cheese, tacos with butthole scorching hot sauce, <laughs> pasta made by 99-year-old, or perfectly cooked steak with ketchup. What says you? How did we get these freaking questions? I was asked, apparently. These are just <laughs> random. Holy shit. Um, no, I mean, they're, they're fun, though. I don't mind them. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to say plain bagel cream cheese. I can't do any of those other ones. Okay. I don't do steak with ketchup. That's disgusting. Yeah. The easy choice is pasta by by 99-year-old. That's the easy answer there. Is pasta by old grandma because she would make with love, you know. 
and it, it'd be amazing. Oh, <laughs> it'd be amazing. It'd be amazing. <laughs> I'm sure it would be. <laughs> <laughs> there she has to be Italian. She has to be an Italian grandmother. Of course. That's implied, I think. Implied <laughs> okay. Italian grandma, 99-year-old. but Or, or it could be a, a male, but probably not. But, yeah, there you go. All right. Now, out of the big three, um, what's your favorite vanilla chocolate or strawberry I'm going to have to go vanilla Oh really Okay um I I like vanilla but um just more of a strawberry person than chocolate than vanilla All right now these are from um, pretty much this is from all of us here last week on NFL Pod, so here you go. All right. This is from uh, Roy. This one's from Joe. So what's your all-time favorite meal of all time? Favorite meal? All time. Yep. Love this. Huh? Say... With twice baked potatoes, green beans. Mm. All right. Well, good for you there. Um, I would not do that with green beans and all that, but everything else sounds pretty good. Um, Mine is spaghetti with meatball, like the real meatballs, the big ones, and no tomatoes. Those are disgusting. And then with Parmesan cheese on top, of course. And then garlic garlic bread and lemonade that's my number one all-time favorite meal of all time is that right there can't beat it all right this is now this is from right now all right is there ever a reason for healthy food to be in a vending machine depends where it's at just in your just a general no no that's why they make health food stores with hippies in them that's why that's what makes they make those you know general location then hell no it needs to be unhealthy snacks sugar goodness yeah i'm talking about a regular we're in the middle like mall or whatever you know or whatever you're at or a store yeah yeah that's why that's why they have health food stores they got hippies that run with skinny jeans you know so you know get get them where you have to but no not in a vending machine though no 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 all right this is this is from joe again wait is this you from you i don't know if it's you from you or i think this is from you i think i am not i think it's from you uh do you like to eat chili with with or without cornbread cornbread no doubt yeah I mean, I love cornbread. I, I love it a lot. And I, I will eat it with chili if there, if it's available. If not, I will eat it, eat chili without it. But uh, um, cornbread is amazing. And I'm sure if you've heard my podcast with the, the boys last week, but uh, all of them did not do not like cornbread. I'm, I'm, I'm just flabbergasted, flabbergasted to hear that. Like, what? What? Yeah. I, I, like, I mean, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah, seriously. So cinnamon rolls are actually good with chili too, but I'd rather oh, for cornbread for sure. That, yeah, that was, now Jeff said that as well. Jeff said cornbread. No, Jeff said cinnamon rolls with with chili is like, oh really? I did not know that. But that sounds pretty good too. Um, all right, so this is from yours truly me. Uh, 
build me your ultimate breakfast platter. What do you want your ultimate breakfast? Cheese omelet, toast, bacon, um, some fruits, like mm-hmm. strawberries, blueberries, something like that. Yeah. And a nice, fresh, big old glass of orange juice, freshly squeezed. There you go. OJ's the best. OJ is the best. Um, yeah, I agree. But my platter is a, is a tall stack of uh, pancakes, big pancakes, uh, with syrup on them, of course, and then uh, bacon, about two to four sausage links, hash brown, scrambled eggs with cheese and sour cream, um, orange slices on the side, and then um, to eat, to drink, I, yeah, orange juice, big time. A lot of orange juice I would eat with you there. Um, all right. Now, this one, next one is from... I want to ask you something. Yeah. Have you ever been to Skyway Cafe, Feltsfield? Um, I have not heard of it, heard of it, but no, I've not been there. I've not been there before, no. Hello? All right, can I hear you? Um, so we'll see if you can hear me now. Um... This is from Ryan Lund. Uh, which item in the vending machine is most likely to be expired? Most likely to be expired. Yeah. Expired. My guess is pretzels, because those aren't really that 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 um, popular. Is my answer would be a pretzel. Hello, can you hear me? All right. Um, hello? Are you there, Ryan? All right. I guess we're just going to end the podcast right here. Thank you for coming on. Have a good day. Hello, Ryan. Are are you there? I can barely hear you. I'm just going to call it a day here. Thanks for coming on and have a good day, Ryan.